Hey, it's Lauren. This is an excerpt from the full-length episode. To listen to the entire episode, head to the show notes and follow the link. This episode has been brought to you by the Afterlight Institute. Ignite the light, magic, and miracles within. I was very fortunate to study epistemology at uni. And epistemology is a study of knowledge. What can be known and how are things known and what qualifies as knowledge? And what I discovered in that study is that things that are objectively true or objectively right or wrong are very few and far between. You're really looking at mathematical formulas or self-fulfilling statements like a triangle has three sides. That's true because it simply just refers to itself. So everything else out there, I assume, isn't either true or false and isn't either right or wrong. And I take everything with a pinch of salt. Even myself, I don't know anything. You know, the, the, the world and reality in the universe is much more complicated than we think. What I do tend to think for myself, though, both in terms of information that I'm taking in and also information that I'm giving out as a teacher, is what evidence is there for this? And is it useful? And for me, usefulness feels like a surge of excitement and a surge of enthusiasm. There's one author that I'm reading right now who I absolutely love and I cannot get enough of his work. His name is Dr. Ian McGilchrist. And he talks about, he's a psychiatrist and a and neuroscientist, and he talks about the non-physical and non-massive aspects of reality. And he talks about how we have come to perceive a world that we can grasp and use, but it doesn't mean that it's actually the world that exists. It doesn't mean we have an objective view because our minds are selfish. They want to see a world that they can use and manipulate, but it doesn't mean it's the actual world. And, you know, this idea that human beings are all are all just similar enough that we're having like a similar enough experience. But if you were a bat, you would see the world very, very differently. And so that just, for me, is so useful and so filled with what I would call knowledge. And I just feel excited to read it. So look out for what makes you feel positive emotions of enthusiasm and excitement. And also ask yourself, what evidence is there for this? If people are making claims, ask them to back those claims up ask for the work to be shown. And that is also what I do as a teacher as well. You know, I'm sort of on and off with social media because I think that it's just a completely chaotic forum. And it's like the wild west and there's just opinions and people don't know how to think critically and it's very judgmental. And I just, being sensitive, I find it really quite hard. But when it comes to actually like my courses and that type of thing, even though I'm talking about something that's very sort of out there and it's hard for some people to get their minds around, which is the possibility of after-death communication, I can show my work. You know, I went to uni and studied consciousness. I can point to the research that indicates that a certain statement that I'm making may very well be the case, such that it's worth pursuing or experimenting with. And in my book, I did have a, a chapter that was all about experiments that you can do because prove it to yourself, you know, prove it to yourself, ask for proof, ask for evidence. If something is true enough and useful enough, there will be evidence for it out there. And it ought to be only evidence that gives you confidence in it. Not someone's opinion, not what someone says, not what someone told you they read or told you the evidence that they 
have, don't get it second and third hand. Get your own evidence, especially for how outrageous the claim is. The evidence should be even better. Mm -hmm.